Hey guys, welcome back. I'm so glad you tuned in to our second episode from the East. Glad you are tuning in to our second release for, for Eastern PI Chamber um, podcast, Busy in the Sticks. Of course, it's Lori here from the Eastern PI Chamber of Commerce and sitting across from me today, I'm so excited to welcome Sharon Riley. Welcome, Sharon. Thank you very much. It's such a pleasure. And we've kind of snatched you quickly after uh, the announcement of leaving the Eastern Graphic after 33 years. So we're thankful that you took the time this Monday morning to be with us. Well, I'm honored to be here. Yeah. So you've done it all, really. Sharon, um, how did you get started 33 years ago? Um, I started 33 years ago working at Maven's Drugs. I was doing the books. And Jim McNeil's then manager came up and said, Mr. McNeil would like to talk to you. So I went down over a lunch hour, and Jim and I chatted, and he just asked me what I was into and thought it would be a good fit. Their advertising manager was leaving, and he said, you know what, why don't you come try it? And I said, well, I'm really busy. I'm working at Mabins full-time. I've got this couple of kids. I've got a husband. Um, I said, I also have this little lingerie company. And he kind of looked at me funny, Jim, with his glasses down over his nose, and he goes... <laughs> A lingerie company. And I said, yeah, I did really well. I sold like $11,000 worth of lingerie last year. Anyway, we had a chat, and he, I told him I'd think about it. And I didn't realize at the time, but he had already cut the deal with my then-employer, Justin McNeil at Maven's Drugs, that I was a done deal to go to the graphic. Anyway, um, months later, we were at a Christmas party, and Jim's wife, Shirley, told me the story. He left our interview and went home and had lunch. And before his nap, he said to Cheryl, that's a lot of panties. <laughs> so, so that's how I got started at the graphic. The other reason was when Jim came in and said that he needed a new salesperson, our editor, Heather Moore, who's been there longer, the only one that's been there longer than me. Okay. She said, what about that one at Maven's? I went in to buy a chocolate bar and she sold me three because they were on sale. Oh my gosh. So they knew you had what it took and what it takes to be in sales. I guess so. so yeah. Back 33 years ago, you were selling lingerie. Yep. And this is kind of what launched you into 33 years with the graphic. Kind of, yeah. That is so cool. And he pegged you. He already talked to your employer. Probably. Yeah. And when I told Justin, Justin said, he kind of patted me on the arm and he goes, you'll do great there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, what an awesome beginning. Yeah. It was kind of predetermined, but it was really, yeah. it was a huge step, right? Yeah. But. Big step. Yeah. So never underestimate the power of selling good lingerie, apparently. Apparently not, or wearing it. Yes. Right. Especially in Eastern PEI. <laughs> That's so cool. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. So what else can you share with our listeners? Tell us a little bit about Sharon. Um, Sharon's kind of an open book. I think you either love her or you don't kind of a little bit of a strong personality there. I'm blessed to have had the same friends my whole life. So Wonderful. I think that speaks volumes. Um, That's a gift. I have a very long memory. Okay. Which can be really good and really bad, depending. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, I am what I am. Um, a bad day will see me home baking. Right. Paul said that one day to me. That's what um, you do for stress relief? I bake for stress relief. Oh, my God. 
I love okay. it. Oh, yeah. Like it's. I would eat it. Oh, I never eat my own baking. I like other people's instead. Oh, my God. That's cool. Yeah. No, I, I bake it and then take it in. Over the years, that's what I've done. Baking is a stressor, so that's interesting. Yeah, it's great. So what role, What other roles do you play in your life, um, I heard? I love selling real estate. I have a very fun partner in gym. I've got great friends. Was away last week down to the Cliffside Inn with a group of them. Um, I'm a mom, probably not one that I'm hoping I'm more present now that I have been in the last few years yes, to Stacy and Stephanie and Liam, who's at West Planting Trees. Um, and I am a very proud glammy of the beautiful Violet oh. and Vaughn and Theo and the new Avery, who's oh. only eight months old, eight weeks old. You're a glammy of four? I'm a glammy of four. Oh very lucky gosh. glammy of four. I love that term too. That suits you. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, that's so awesome. So, and you live here and yeah, we, we built a home um, two years ago, October, I guess we moved in down in Lower Montague, but have always lived in Montague or surrounding areas, which is why I'm such a big believer in shopping local. Yeah, that's wonderful, Sharon. That's great. 33 years working alongside Jim. Yes. Paul. Yeah, Jan. Jan. Yeah. Heather. You got to have With something. Barb. Yes, Barb. Barb and I, yes. we always say Barb and I. You were and a I, tag team. I always saw you like working closely together yeah. out and about. I started on February 1st and Barb started in May. Barb taught me how to drink coffee. Okay. Yeah, I didn't drink coffee until Barb came along. That was our escape. We used to go up to then McDougal's. Um, just a wonderful co-worker, probably one of the best friends you could ever want to have. And isn't and, that great? Oh, my God. Lifelong friendships. They're born there. That's such a gift to leave a place that you were there for 33 years and, and have those memories. and A lot of great memories. Yeah. Tell me a funny one. Do you have something um, funny? Well, I would love to hear something funny about Paul. Uh, <laughs> no. You tell, us, you tell us what you uh, want. Well, Paul and I. Paul and I have had a lot of uh, interesting stories together. Um Paul and Jim golf together, so I think I'll leave Paul alone. Yeah, uh, maybe no, I'll go to a fine. gym story because people can appreciate that. Yes. Jim is always a big partier, so every Tuesday night, the big joke was Barb and I'd rush home, feed the kids, come back, and we'd all go out for a beer once the paper was in bed. And we used to have legendary parties. Tuesday night parties? I well, can't even... No, Tuesday night beers, Laura. Oh, Tuesday night beers. Yeah, we okay. always would go up, and that's where I met Lyndon McIntyre. Okay. Yeah, like Jim was always... So uh, he was just always so much fun. And uh, if he couldn't go, he'd slip me a $50 bill and I'd be in charge of taking everybody out. But we had this brilliant idea one year that she, uh, Jim's niece Sheila was here. She played the bagpipes. We went to Botten Island for a party, overnight party. Uh, on a Tuesday night? No, that was oh, a Saturday night. Okay. But we didn't realize the term waterline. Oh. And some people pitched their tents, <laughs> and it stormed. And it was a thunder and lightning storm like you wouldn't believe it, and it got really cold. Oh, my gosh. And half of them went home, and the other half of us brave souls stayed. But when I get out of the tent the next morning, and I am not a camper, God knows. If I was, a, I would be a glamper, not a camper. Yes. Um, in When I looked out over the horizon, and we were just praying the boat would come back for us, there were coolers floating everywhere. Oh, my gosh. What a... That would be the worst. And it was so cold because the temperature had went down when the rain had left. It was so fun. Anyway, that was our legendary graphic party. Oh, my gosh.
gosh. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live that one. That would be cold. Surviving it was the key. Yes, yeah. Sounds like quite a working environment. It Sounds was like a wonderful. Lot of fun. It really was. A lot of good memories there. That's great. Yep. So living in this small rural community like we do in Eastern PI, you you were out there a lot, of course, with your with your sales career and managing your life. So how did you manage that in living in a small community? Was it difficult? Did it have its positive, well, negatives? It, it was wonderful. Um, I'm a big believer, as I said, in shopping local. Mm-hmm. The, um, there's Our main street has changed drastically mm-hmm. in the last 33 years. Yes. Yeah, There used to be like three dress shops and two men's shops and... Those are all gone, basically. We are lucky to have bells. We're lucky to have Tidewater, but there's very little in between. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably the most difficult thing was dining out when owners would come and sit with you and whoever you were with because that was their time to chat, right? Right, so you could never really enjoy. Yeah, no, but I mean, so blessed for all those years to be able to go out, um, meet and greet and eat with people, literally. and I mean, I'm a big believer that every oil change makes a difference. Yes. Because when I go to Kings County or Dockery's or Fair Isle, those people who are performing my oil change are the people who are going to the credit union and they're dropping their checks off. And then they, in turn, are doing what they need to do in it's our area to keep the money. Yes. Totally. Like the money just has, has to keep churning. And I don't quite understand the not shop local thing. But, I know. Um, I, someone said one day, you are a community. And that was to me the best compliment I could ever have. Yeah, that is wonderful. Yeah, it's so great. nice. Yeah, like I'm never going to drive a Volkswagen. Right. Driving a new Jeep today. It's lovely. Ah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. So we may think we know Sharon Riley, like even your closest friends, but what would something interesting or different that people would not know about you? You know, because mm. you're out there, you're very um, public person people assume things what's something funny interesting that people would not know they would probably be horrified with my attire at home um was it different during covid too i'd love to see that one uh, no um i i have painting clothes and they tend to be my down clothes that's the other thing i like to do when i'm stressed i like to paint okay drives jim crazy he went away one time and he said what are you going to paint he was gone to uh, europe to play hockey and i said he said, what room are you painting? I said, I'm not painting a room. And he goes, yeah, right. So then two days in, he called, and Liam answered the phone, and he said, where's Sharon? He said, she's upstairs painting. Oh, my God. And he ran the phone up, and I was like, he said, what room are you painting? You said you weren't painting. And I said, I'm painting our vanity. I'm not painting a room. Oh, my gosh. So baking and painting. Yeah. Okay. 2513 East Point Road is where I live, Sharon, anytime. I will remember that. I will not forget. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. Um, so 33 years, there must have been a moment where things didn't go as planned. Oh, well, typos. Deadlines, typos. We've had a few interesting typos over the years. Um, probably one of my least favorite, and I always tell Mr. McCauley, Mr. Jimmy McCauley. Yes. Who still gives me rhubarb. And Jimmy, if you hear this, remember you didn't make your call yet this year. She's um, waiting. <laughs> exactly. The best rhubarb ever. Um, one day we did make a typo that had the wrong day in it for the grand opening of the St. Peter's Complex. 
And I was horrified. Um, The one thing I learned from Jim was if you make a mistake, admit it immediately and just find out what you have to do to fix it. And that was unfixable. It was printed on a Wednesday. And the event, I think, was either on a Thursday or a Friday. But it was like the it was either the day was right. Right. Or the actual date, like the 10th, was right. So it was either Thursday the 9th or Wednesday the 10th. One part of it was right, the other part was wrong, but I was mortified. What did you do? I told him how sorry we were. I cried because I'm a big crier, mm-hmm. which people probably don't know. Yeah. Um, I learned probably very early on in my career, I had someone call me one day and they were like, oh, you're not in. Oh, I was having a bad day. But your voicemail cheered me up. And if that wasn't a heads up, I always changed my voicemail every day. That was the day I stopped changing my voicemail daily. Wow. I was just blown away by the statement when they said I was having a bad day and your voice cheered me up. What so a beautiful thing to hear from it, someone, right? It was. It, but I and why it, would you change it? Yeah, right so I just, I just stopped changing my voicemail on a daily basis and left it the way it was. So it kind of taught me probably something I've always known that no matter what's going on, whether you're getting a divorce or whether mm. something you can't control is going bad, when you're in sales, a smile is probably the most important thing you have mm-hmm. and an ear to listen. So Absolutely. those two things, I think, are what makes yeah. success. Absolutely. And that when I, we thought about interviewing you, I'm like, that's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, she's done it and done it so well. Oh, thank you. And we really want to hear about that. And I'm just going to ask, as a female, how did working in sales was it a barrier at times like when you initially first started to now has it changed quite a bit or um it's funny I won I have so few bad memories but I do remember one time Mm -hmm. um being trapped in an office with a gentleman who wanted a new year's kiss whoa and he literally had me pinned against the wall with his hands on both sides of my face and I ducked down under and I never sat down in his office again. And it's wow. funny because I won a Dale Carnegie. That's something people probably don't know about me. I took Dale Carnegie. Did which you? my friend Mark Beck said, why would you take it? Wouldn't you teach it? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I said, no, there's lots to learn. That's but with awesome. that story, it was, um, it was on Game Changing. And that was my story that I won an award for that night. Wow. Was, yeah. It was, and when I get out to the car, I could see both. I could see where his hands are on my face, and I never forgot that. Oh, my gosh, Sharon. Yeah, it's really weird, eh, in this, you know, hashtag me too, but certainly right. nothing like that. But it's very intimidating to be put in a position like that, and I have a lot of empathy for people who have been in much worse situations. Of but course. it can happen so easily. Wow, I'm sure you didn't see it coming. And so you said you visited did you visit his office again? Because it seemed like you said you didn't put yourself in that position again. The door was always open, and I always stood up. Okay. Wow. He was the same gentleman who one day That's was... That's a lot of strength Yeah. to do that. Yeah. It was very interesting. It was... Um, yeah, something... It was a real learning curve for yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Because I really don't... I, I, to be honest, and people are going to shoot me for saying this, and we might have to edit it out. Um, <laughs> I've never felt that being a woman was a disadvantage. In fact, I always think that being a woman is far more powerful. We can have babies. Mm -hmm. 
miracles. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. And um, but I will never forget that day, and it was a huge, huge learning curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be etched in your mind forever. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, makes you tougher, and uh, you know, makes more you smarter. Aware. Makes you smarter. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, 33 years you completed on Friday with... A week ago Friday. And it was funny. I'm going to tell you this little story. I was at Stella's at the food truck um, last week. Great spot to eat. Great spot. Love Stella. And I said, I was speaking to a gentleman there, another business uh, guy from Tana Three Rivers. And I said, so, so, I and I misspoke. So I said, so Sharon retired. And he goes, huh. I don't think that's a word she uses. I'm like, no, I didn't mean retire, but I mean she left the Eastern Graphic. So people know who know you say stopping is never a word for Sharon or retiring, that kind of thing. So I kind of misspoke, and he, he put me back into my place. Okay, you have to say, who was it? It was Scott Anir. <laughs> Scott was like, oh, no, Sharon's not retiring. And I'm like, no, that's oh, not what I meant. Scott's been a very good client yes. over the years and a very good friend as yes, well. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he's my captain yeah. when we curl. Yes. Oh, yeah, wonderful. So what's what's the future plans? Uh, future what are you plans doing? is, well, I was thrilled last year. Uh, my broker is amazing. Della Parker is, she's another woman who believes that, too. She's never felt at a disadvantage because she's a woman. Um, she's a leader in her field. We have a... I always call them a stable of realtors. That's like 40, um, five locations. I was, I started because Della a number of years ago asked me to work for her probably Mm -hmm. 20 years ago. And I don't have very many regrets. That is one of them. Um, but working for her has been so incredibly enlightening and fulfilling. Um, I mean, last year I was in the top 5% of Caldwell Banker agents in Canada which is amazing from a tiny office in Montague. Yes. And this year my plan is to be more because I'm sure I'm probably already more this year than I was last year. That's fantastic. Even on my ride down today, I was like noticing your signs. I'm like, there's Sharon, there's Sharon. And I mean, if you check my website, it's sharonsisland.ca, I guess I should say that. Um, And where's your office located? Right up the street, right. right underneath the graphic. But knowing the person that Sharon is, you may not be there a whole lot. You'd be on the road a lot, meeting yep. with clients. Yeah, yeah. I got. I put forty eight hundred kilometers on the Jeep in the first three weeks I owned it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's frightening. I'm sure they're just dying to get it in for an oil change. I bet. So your home base is the Montague office here. Kind of. My home base is kind of my home office. Okay. Um which I've taken over our garage. Jim can't put his car in, which is nice. Um, but Jim's he lets okay me have that part. That. Jim is my sign guy, so he's been incredibly supportive, and that's great. Okay. Um, so when I think of selling advertisements like you've done and selling properties or lots, is there really any difference when you wash it all away? What's The only thing is your end goal should be to make people happy. So whether it was an anniversary or a grand opening or whether it's first-time home buyer or a dream waterfront property. Your end goal should always be that you want happy clients in the end. And that's my speech. I just said it five minutes before I got here to a gentleman. I said, I don't know whether you're working with one realtor or 20. I will tell you that I'm into totally monogamous relationships. Right. If you're working with me, you'll get 110%, but I demand the same. And if I'm not your girl, there's a lot of great realtors out there. You should find someone that's into multiples, but that's not me. That's great statement, right up front. Well, 
That's what Sharon is. Well, you don't want to waste time, right? No. And I mean, in this industry, things are moving so quick. I mean, I've sold a house in four hours. Wow. Yeah, yeah the market is certainly... It's certainly hot, and it's scary, and it's a little bit terrifying, but it's incredibly fun. But you're taking it on. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's it's a, I think it's a dream job. I went in one day, and our administrator was laughing because it was a Monday morning, and four things fell into place over the weekend, and... Um, I was like, and then this, and then that, and then they did, and then she, and then we. And I sat down, and I said, it was such a great weekend. And she said, and you're going to get paid. And I was like, oh, my God, I never even thought of that. Oh, my gosh, that's just the bonus of it, right? Yeah, it is. If you're doing what you love, then. It's so true. Not even thinking of the paycheck. No, it just, I always tell people that if you're doing, and there's a a young lady who's going to be opening a new business here in the next week. Mm Mm-hmm probably two weeks at the most. And that's what I told her. I said, you have such passion. You're never going to have to worry about money because once you open, the money's going to follow you. Yeah. And my only regret is I won't be doing her grand opening, but I know Barb will handle it. Right. It'll be great. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. So I know I've always wanted to know something about Sharon Riley. When I see you on the street, when I see you interacting with people, the style, the dress, oh the goodness. shoes. I want to know how many pairs of shoes you own. What's your favorite? Your high heels, right? You know, Do you do flats? Um, well, I was in a field today, so I only have like two inch wedges. Okay. <laughs> do I do flats? But I don't know if I've ever seen you in flats. I always think of the time that I was I was chosen um, by our food bank to do the fundraiser, and I Brad... Butler was managing Sobeys at the time, and I thought I'd be smart and wear sneakers, and it went over on my ankle. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. It was just Your like... Your body wasn't used yeah, to. Yeah, it wasn't. I took the curve too quick and went over my ankle. I have a lot of shoes. I love shoes. People give me shoes. Um, I have a pair that's probably worth fourteen or $1,500. They were a Whoa. gift from my daughter's best friend, Stacy's best friend, Eileen. They were designed by an architect. They are amazing. Wow. Maybe um, we can show a photo of those shoes. Maybe we could. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I also have a couple of favorites from Carrie Wynn McLeod. Carrie's off the high heels now, and Carrie gifted me a bag of shoes, if you can imagine. I love just, friends like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're hard to come by. They are. Um, I have a couple of sparkle ones that are good for... So are you into the 100 pairs of shoes? No. Yes. Yes. Okay. She's nodding. I probably do with sneakers and, well, I only have two pairs of sneakers, but I do have a lot of shoes, but I have, like, I have a lot of outfits. So yes. I know. That's that. how I justify it. So like 200? No. No, not, not that. No. I'm thinking it's 200 people. <laughs> no comment. We'll just leave it at that, yeah, right? And they should know that I do love a good used pair of shoes. Yes. So, you know, if you thrift can get a shops, pair, yes. If you can get a pair of Bach for $6, you cannot leave them at the thrift store. Oh, my gosh. For sure. Yeah. Good leather. Yes. Can't pass them up. No, never. Never, never. Well, Sharon, it's been a pleasure to spend time with you this morning. Well, I can't thank you enough for the honor. And um, we look forward to seeing what you do with your career in the next 33 years. Well, Goodness, I don't know if the kids will want that, but I'm up for it. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks for your time, Sharon. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure.